Hi, so I was asked to share my testimony with you, but as you know, the older you get, the harder it is to just share like a short testimony because God keeps doing things. Um, so I'll kind of jump around a little bit and tell you how I became a Christian and then how I got here to be doing ministry. So um, I was born into a half Christian, half non-Christian family. So my mom's side are Christians, my dad's side are not. But my dad was like, you can go ahead and go to church anyway. And so I was like, awesome, because I really liked church. I loved the praise, the worship, um, and just kind of being there. But then when I was nine, my parents got divorced. And so I went to live with my mom and her grandparents. Um, And I didn't know really what was going on at the time. I didn't have any information about why my parents were divorcing. And unknowingly, I internalized a lot of stress. And the absence of my father really affected me. But um, by the time I was like... 13 or 14, I had like full-blown OCD. And so I don't, we jokingly talk about OCD all the time. Like, oh, I'm so OCD. But it's actually a condition that um, can be diagnosed where you repetitively do things for no good reason. So I would spend 20 minutes fixing my hair because like one strand of hair was out of place. And I would like obsessively like try to put it back and make it stay. Um, Or like I would spend an equally long amount of time making my bed, making sure that there were absolutely no wrinkles to be found. And I would like touch things with one hand and then feel like I had to touch them with the other hand too. Like it was just, it's just weird. But it, it happens because you need some sense of stability and control in your life. And that's your way of feeling like you have peace and like stability. Um, But by the time I was 16, I was like, this is sucks. It's terrible. Like I'm so miserable. Um, And so I was like, God, I just want to know what like what kind of compels me to do this all the time. And so I I sat in my room and I was praying and I heard God very clearly say to me, you're trying to be perfect when only I am perfect. And you're trying to have control when only I have control. And that like struck me so hard. I was like, wow, because all at once I'm receiving a rebuke from God. Like, hello, (laughs) like only I'm God. But at the same time, I was receiving the heart of the father who is saying, hey, I've got this. Like, you're not alone. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to earn the approval of people around you. And so at the moment, I kind of fully committed my life to the Lord as a personal decision, not just having grown up in the church. And so I was like, God, I give you everything. I surrender my life. Do what you want. And from that moment on, I didn't have another obsessive compulsive tendency whatsoever. From that moment on, very next day, completely free. And so um, it was really crazy, and I was super excited about it. Um, And I was like, wow, God is really real, and I want to get to know him. So I started pursuing him really hardcore in college. And I was with a crazy group of people who would, like, do all-night prayer burns. And we would, like, open up our house to everyone to come and just eat food. And we'd do praise and worship. And we didn't know what we were doing, but we would invite just people over and we do discipleship training and we'd like pray for people to be like delivered from all sorts of addictions and stuff. And like people got set free. We're a bunch of 20 something, 21 year old somethings praying for people to be freed from addictions. And they actually did get set free the same way I got set free from OCD. And it was, we were just like, wow, God can do anything. And we're like, wherever he is, we want to be. And so that was my heart in college. Like God, wherever you are, that's where I want to be. And I came to Korea as an exchange student when I was 19 years old. And I was about to turn 20 years old while I was here. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to set apart several days. And I'm going to fast and ask God what I should do for the next decade of my life. So at the age of 20, I'm like sitting, praying. I heard very clearly God say, come to Korea again when you graduate and give your life to serve in ministry for those 10 years. And I was like... 
not necessarily 10 years, but, you know, for a good amount of time in that decade. And so I was like, okay, God, I'll do that. And at the same time, he was putting this burning passion on my heart for the youth of Korea. Because even as I had, like, been set free from OCD, I still struggled a lot with perfectionism and overcoming perfectionism. But I could see it everywhere in the people all around me. So many people struggling with perfectionism and the way society perceived them. And I was like, I want to be part of helping people live free of that. And I want people to live in their full potential of who God created them to be without limitation. And that desire continued to grow and grow until I was like, I want to do college ministry. I feel like this is the opportune time to reach into people's lives. And so um, I really didn't know how that was going to happen, but that was what God put on my heart. So I came here, and the only thing I could do is teach English, which, guys, I'm not a kid person. (laughs) I do not know how to teach, (laughs) but... It was kind of those moments where, like, God is strength is made perfect in your weakness. And for three years, I taught English. But as I taught English, I got the opportunity to start serving with a college ministry. And it was the time I actually served with JP. JP was our leader at that time. And it just set my heart on fire. We constantly saw students getting set free, students getting healing from past traumas, students reconciling with their parents, with one another. It was so transformative. I was like, this is definitely what I want to do. But at the same time, I felt God calling me to, um, to seminary as well. And I was like, you know what? I really love studying, but if I do seminary, I can't do college ministry. And then I was really torn between the two. But I really felt God saying, hey, apply for this internship. You need to apply for this internship. And so I was like, all right, I surrender college ministry, God. It was like so sad. I was so sad that day. I was like, I surrender college ministry. And then I applied for the internship, and I got the internship. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to be studying in seminary for three years. Praise God. I'm so excited because I love studying. (laughs) And so um, it was really like a dream come true. But then um, I was still sad because I had really felt like God saying, prepare your heart to become um, a, a campus leader, a college leader. And I was like, well, God, I guess I heard wrong because now I'm doing this internship. And three weeks, three weeks later, the former director of um, our college ministry at Cree University called me and was like, hey, would you like to be the leader at KU? And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> never did I ever imagine that God would fulfill both of my desires, what I thought was impossible all at once. Um, so I said yes, and I didn't really know what I was saying yes to. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, people think college ministry is easy. It's not. It's not, you know, like, if you serve the elderly, wow, like, that's such an honor. You know, you have a lot of hard work. If you serve kids, that's a lot of hard work. College ministry is just fun. It's not. <laughs> Sorry, college students. <laughs> um, I got to, to grow in God's heart through the past, like, four years or three years of serving as the KU director. Because you see students who grow in the Lord, and they suddenly just walk away from God completely. Or you see students you had a really great relationship and then suddenly like your relationship gets broken because they get hurt by the church or something like that. And so you like experience these ups and downs of ministry. You also experience the flaky students who like never come out, but you know God loves them and you know he's pursuing their hearts. So you're just like waiting. You're like, I know, I know you're going to come. And eventually they do, you know. Um, but I began to get God's very jealous, very faithful heart that continually pursues his people no matter what. 
Um, and so that is now what I'm like left with. Our college ministry is officially kind of ending this semester. KU campus is closing. Um, but now I have this understanding that wherever God calls me, I feel called to passionately pursue his people with the same faithfulness that I've seen him perform like pursue people all these years, but also um, because I'm doing seminary as well, I have this deep, deep desire for people to know truth for themselves, um, to rightly understand the Bible and to be able to multiply it to other people. Um, And so I don't know, it's really hard to summarize my life and what God has done in such a short amount of time. But basically you had this OCD girl who was like not free and who was very, very concerned about what people thought of her to this girl who's now free and still growing in freedom, who's able to help set other people free. Um, And that's a little bit of my heart for ministry, just the joy of getting to know diversity and how each people is made uniquely and to see God pursue them into the center of his heart. And so, yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm an intern. I'd love to get to know you, so come talk to me later.